This is Courageous Faith with Kay Giles, and it's been a minute since I did my podcast test and I put it out there, and I've gotten a few hits on the podcast, but today I wanted to bring you something different. I wanted to talk to you guys about understanding who you are. Um, I guess you might be saying to yourself, well, Kay, you talk about that all the time, but I've been doing some soul searching and I've been doing some heart fixing And I've been getting my mind regulated. And through God, I realized that there were some cycles that I was going through that were unnecessary. And all I have to do is move forward and not backwards. And the cycles will definitely end. So the question I would ask you all, do you feel like you're going in cycles? Well, I felt like I was going in cycles. I felt like there were things keeping me from getting to the next level for what God wanted, for the radio broadcast, for speaking engagements, for writing my book. Things just seemed to not be adding up. They just seemed to keep stopping and not finishing. So, like I was saying, Let's do something different. Let's deal with why we repeat cycles. So one thing about me is I am private. I don't think people know that. Like I really don't like people in my business. I don't really tell them too much. I don't really say what's actually happening, what's going on. And I think a lot of people are like that. We feel like, you know, we've been taught what happens in this house stays in this house. And so we get into a place where we're going through struggles, we're having trials, we're having tribulations, and we're hurting. We're hurting, and we're bleeding, and we're crying, and we're crying out to God. And he is saying to us, you know, that he is there for us. He wants to definitely be what we need in our lives. And so as I was listening to the song by Jonathan McReynolds, Cycles, I was very excited because the song takes me to a different place. It takes me somewhere new, a place that I haven't been with God yet. And so people will think that when you grow up in the church and you're a PK kid, that it doesn't really, you know, you don't, miss out on anything you know you should know everything about God that there is your relationship should be so um, cohesive that sometimes people can't tell you know that you're not with God and so I had to laugh because then I started thinking I started thinking about my need to belong my need to have friends my need to feel like I was a part of something and the enemy um Like he says in the song, he studies us. He learns from our mistakes. He learns how to attack us. He learns how to break us down. He learns how to take away what God actually has for us and turn it into um, seeming like it is confusion. It is denial. It is unacceptance. But we have to understand that God is so powerful 
and he is a God of understanding, a God of love, a God of patience, a God of kindness. And I'm going to do my best friends to get through this podcast without crying, but I'm not sure that's going to happen because I had a um, sister in Christ that I reached out to um, for a strategic and exciting um, event that's going to happen in my life. I will be becoming a grandparent in April, April 15th. My oldest daughter, Chanel, is going to become a mother, which makes me a grandmother, which means there is a legacy from my seed. And I began to pray for my children when I found out my daughter was pregnant. And I said, God, I don't want anything that I have done to be a curse on my children. And all three of them, I can see me. I see me in Chanel. I see me in Jalen. I see me in Zechariah. And I'm learning that I have to pray. And I was praying against repeated patterns, which are what? Cycles. And so as I was praying against repeated patterns, um, I was asking God so many questions, you know, why me, God? You know, why is this happening? You know, why do I continuously have to go through this? Why do I have to work so hard, God? You know, why am I the one who has to always produce when other people should be producing things in my life for my children? And so the enemy wanted me to begin to be embarrassed. He began to talk to me when I would think that all was well. He would begin to say things like, well, you're never going to be forgiven because of what you've done. So you might as well keep, you know, that in the back of your mind and your subconscious because you know what you did. And guess what? You're guilty. And so I, I thought about that and I, and, I, and I began to pray about it and I began to let the guilt of the things that I had done begin to tear me up on the inside, take me to places that God did not mean for me to go. And so I said, God, what do you have for me? Because I'm not asking you for materialistic things at this moment. I'm asking you to heal my hurt. I'm asking you to deal with me on a level that I've never been honest with you about. Every time someone hurt me, every time I was forgotten, every time the expectation that I had fell I began to become someone who got bitter and someone who began to do their assignment, be effective. But at the same time, I was hurting. And so I asked God, I said, God, I need you to give me your love because I'm hurting. I'm hurting on the inside. The cycles are repeating. And so the woman of God, who is the planner for the baby shower, 
um, for my granddaughter, Savannah Jane. Remember that name, Savannah Jane. She's going to be anointed greater than every ancestor before her, greater than me, greater than her mother, greater than her aunt, greater than her uncle. Her anointing is going to be extremely powerful. And so the woman of God, she, um, we were talking and we were talking about the payment and everything for the baby shower and things that had to, you know, go forth. And I was like, okay. And so she said, but how do you feel? Because one day she reached out to me and I was ill and I said, um, I'm not doing well. And I went to the hospital. They gave me IV fluids. They, you know, gave me medications and things like that. They thought that would help, you know, and, when I left, I still had the pain. And so I said, well, maybe it's going to subside with all that they did and the pain medication and all that, you know, it's going to subside, you know, so I'm going to be okay. Now, listen to me, guys. That was a Thursday. And when I was talking to myself, I never took the time to go into my bag, grab my oil out of my makeup case and anoint my body and especially my stomach area. And so I had to realize how my mom's God, I thank you. It just hit me. I have to realize the reason my stomach and my belly area and those things that are um, on the inside, the inner workings get attacked are because there's a birthing that has to come forth from my womb. It's not another child, but it's a birthing that God has assigned to me. He has assigned for me to birth warriors, to work, to birth generals on the front line, to show people and lead them to the word of God, to have a personal relationship. So when we feel like we're going in cycles, we can break them. The cycle of feeling unloved, the cycle of feeling like you don't belong, the cycle of feeling like you should not be chosen by God, the cycle of feeling like you're worthless. The enemy, once he knows your weakness, he begins to take you through cycles. But you have to begin to tell the enemy the portion that I played as the podcast began. You have to let him know I win. You have to let him know you win because from birth, you were given the ability to win. The enemy of your destiny, he doesn't have the ability to win. He has to continue in the cycle that he's in of trying to tear up our lives on a daily basis because that's the only cycle he can live in. He can't get on his knees and repent because he lost that privilege. And he lost that privilege when he decided that he wanted to be a God. But we all know that there's only one God because he's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. And so... When we are feeling alone and when we're hurting, you have to ask yourself, when do you most need the assurance of God's love? 
Because if you have the assurance of God's love, when you step out to do anything in his name and you speak boldly, he will come for you. Isn't it usually when you are experiencing the deepest pain that you need him? If you are suffering rejection, failure, or any circumstances that is testing your faith, you need to know the Lord still cares and will never stop loving you. This is exactly what we see in Jesus' interactions with anyone he met. And I always like to talk about the Samaritan woman. My God, when I think of how they were just at a small place, minding each other, minding one another's own business, and they meet. Jesus initiated contact. If we allow Jesus to have contact with us, it'll break so many cycles. And he made contact with the Samaritan woman and the disciples, you know, they were like, what's up? They were, they were looking like, wait a minute. Um, Much to his dismay, Jesus traveled through Samaria to meet this woman on that day. And on that that day, Jews didn't associate with Samaritans. And they even avoided the region. But Jesus went to where someone that was repeating vicious cycles would meet him so he could reach out to her and give her a message. He reaches out to the Samaritan woman with the message of hope and new life to anyone who would listen and believe. And she was going to listen and believe. Because you know what, guys? I believe the Samaritan woman, like myself, was tired of going in cycles. And Jesus, one thing about him is he knows our pain and he knows our heartache. And there's something beautiful when you begin to call on the name of Jesus that will overtake you and take you to a place that you haven't been in forever. And you have to remember to get close to God and stay there, whether you're in a storm or out of the storm when it stops raging. And we have to begin to have good cycles. And before we go, I'll tell you what the good cycles need to be. And then we'll read um, a little bit of Psalms, a psalm that I found that, you know, it, it touched my heart. And so when he decided to reach out to the Samaritan woman who was repeating cycles, he gave her what nobody wanted to give her because the Jews felt that the Samaritans were beneath them. And so we don't even associate with them and we don't even tolerate them. So it's no need to even guess what offer them Jesus. You know, sometimes we feel like that in this day and age, you know, we pinpoint others sins or certain sins more than we pinpoint the others. Like they all are on a different level, but I have to let you guys know when you're going in cycles and the cycles are tumultuous and they're turbulent, whether it's a cycle of 
doing things that God said not to do, guess what? Sin is sin. And if you're in a cycle, you should be reaching out to him more and more because he's definitely reaching out to you. He wants to make contact. He wants to make you officially his own. Sometimes we think we're walking with God and we're one with him. But guess what? We haven't asked him, Father, can this be a monogamous relationship between you and I? I would like for you to love on me as much as I need to love on you. And when I'm feeling afraid and when I'm feeling scared, I need you to caress me. I need you to hold me. I need you to be with me. I need for your love to get deep inside me and surround my heart and give it a breastplate. How many of you understand the workings of the body? And so we know that behind our rib cage is where our heart lies and where our heart behind that rib cage, it protects it. And so once you let God in to your heart, it strengthens your heart muscles And I believe that with every beat of your heart, it strengthens your rib cage because you're allowing God to cover you, to armor you and give you the right motives in your heart. And it will start to begin to break cycles. And so the way cycles can be easily broken, you can go to him and understand that he's offering forgiveness and love. Jesus will draw out the details of your situation situation, so you can realize and recognize that he's the savior. And he did that with me and all the years that I've been with him. I didn't realize that in some of my prayers, I was saying to him, God, I know you can do it. But I don't expect that it's going to happen. That don't make any sense, does it? And I mean it just like that. That don't make no sense. And so I had to understand that God was amazing. And just like he dealt with the Samaritan woman, he understood she lacked love. She lacked acceptance and a sense of value. And a relationship with him was the only way to fulfill that need. And I had to think about myself. There are people that love me. I've been married before. And it just seemed like at times things were just not enough. But there is fam. I have family. I have friends and they love me. But there were times when I just felt alone. And so I had to realize that what I needed most of all was God's love. His acceptance. His renewing of my mind and my spirit, the refreshing of the Holy Ghost and the edification and the evidence in speaking in tongues. I believe it's all necessary. And so I got what I needed because I refused to stay in my own cycles. I told myself now it's time to get out of these cycles And so before this podcast is over, I wanted to read Psalms um, 16 to you. It's only 11 verses and you may hear my kitten in the background. And, you know, I can't get upset about that, you know, because the enemy will try anything to 
deter you or distract you from what you're doing. Okay, guys, so I had to get my kitten together so that she would be okay. Um, they're just like babies. So we want to stop repeating the cycles in our lives. And so as I was reading the word of God, I was putting together a prayer. And I said, God, sometimes I speak words that have doubt in them. And I don't want to do that. I want to make sure that um, the woman that I am, I am courageous faith. I am wise. I win souls. Um, God's mourning, the artistry of being a lady, the artistry of loving your curves, any and everything that I put my hands on, I want to be confident in it. I don't want anything to make me want to back down because my personality is so big. And at times it makes people feel like, you know, um, if they are not sure of themselves, they begin to feel a little smaller. So Psalm 16 is where I started and I read it, but I told you guys it was 11 verses, but we don't need all 11 verses. And so what I took from it in writing my prayer was preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, thou art my Lord, my goodness extendeth not to thee, but to saints that are in the earth and to the excellent in whom is all my delight. And so that's Psalms 16, the King James Version 1 through 3. And I was like, God, I need to worship you more. I need to get circles in my life that cause me great things. And so as I told you guys, the circles that you want to be found in, you want to be found in circles of continuously praying, reading your word, fasting, understanding who God is, and abounding in him, like let him surround your life, you know, like let him consume you so that everything that you touch, you will have the joy of the Lord. And so then I ran over to Psalms 18 and I found, um, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. And sometimes you may not realize that the enemy that you need to be saved from is you. It's not always sometimes an outside um, individual because that's what is creating the cycles. Sometimes we create our own cycles and don't even realize it. And we're walking and we're talking and we're breathing and we're moving and not understanding that we are our own worst enemy and that we are the ones that are taking ourselves into a place of vicious cycles. So on tonight, guys, I just want you to, you know, understand who you are in God. I want you to know that you are important. I want you to know that you matter. And no matter if you're in a cycle that you had to repeat. This time you will win. This time you will accomplish what you set out to do. This time God is always with you. But this time you're going to be able to consult him on each and every step of the way that you're making. And understand that God 
is amazing and he never leaves us. He never fails us. He never walks away from us. He will never walk out on you. Never, no, never. There are times in my life when I'm going through something and that little jingle will pop in my head. He will never walk out on you. Never, no, never. And I said, God, I thank you because you are wise. And if I pray for wisdom, you'll give it to me. When I asked for salvation, it was free, but it does come with conditions on serving you. And if I serve you, I've been promised a tree of life. Who wouldn't serve a God like that? Who wouldn't serve a God that sits high, looks low, and will give you everything that you need? All you have to do is worship and serve him. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this Courageous Faith broadcast. It took me some time to get it out, but I tell you, I love you. And I take it not lightly what God has assigned me to do. I take it not lightly to the souls that have been assigned to my hands. I understand now more than ever that the only approval that I need to walk in this assignment is from God. And I may need guidance. I may need mentors. But guess what? As long as I got Jesus, that's enough. This was Kay Giles with the Courageous Faith Broadcast. We can definitely break cycles.